Hi, my name is Meili Zhang. I'm a junior studying business economics here at UCLA, and you're listening to a coming-of-age movie podcast. What's up, everyone? I'm Kira, and welcome to season three of A Coming-of-Age Movie. This week, I'm super excited to introduce a brand new series called Campus Tour, where we'll be talking to students from different colleges and universities all over the U.S. so you guys can learn more about your dream schools. This week, I'm joined by Meili Zung from the University of California, Los Angeles, also known as UCLA. Meili, thanks, thanks so much for coming on. I'm super excited to have you. Yes, thank you so much for having me. How has your week been? It's been good. Um, just finished midterm season, so trying to recover from that, uh, trying to enjoy life a little bit. But other than that, it's been good. What about you? I've been pretty good. I'm actually on a college tour right now. So, oh my gosh, where at? Yes. Um, I'll let you know after I just don't want people knowing where I'm from. <laughs> okay, gotcha. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But I'm um, checking out a few schools and it's a lot of fun. I'm actually in a random hotel right now, if you can't tell. It's I was going to say, like, your background looks so nice. I was like, is that your room? Like, I oh wish. My gosh. I wish. But yeah, so this is a very appropriate episode to be recording today because it's great. Yeah, totally. Anyway, let's just jump right into it. What is your major at UCLA? Great question. So I'm a business economics here, major here at UCLA, um, and I'm a third year. Awesome. And what are your current plans for when you get out of college? I know that can change, but what are your current plans? Yeah. Yeah. So since I'm a third year, I get this asked this question all the time. Um, but as of right now, I'm really interested in like the entrepreneurial space. So maybe something in like fashion or entertainment even. Um, but like you said, it's really up in the air. Um, I'm only juniors. So who knows what I'll decide in the next two years. But I'm really interested in like the um, like starting my own business kind of field. It's really cool. And another question about you. Are you an in-state student or an out-of-state student? I'm actually an out-of-state student, so I'm from Seattle, Washington. Hmm, that's pretty cool. And so can you describe UCLA to someone who has never heard of it? Yeah, um, for anyone who hasn't heard of UCLA, I'd probably describe it as your classic college experience that you've like seen the movies, seen the TV shows. It's a very, very big school. Um, we have students coming from all over the state, all over the nation, all over the world people with all kinds of different backgrounds and experiences. Um, and like I said, it, I would say it's like a typical college movie um, kind of experience. Like, you know, it's a very work hard, play hard culture here. Um, so, you know, the college parties, but at the same time, all the academics and the stress of all that. So that's what I would probably say. Yeah, I visited UCLA over the summer and it was like, even just like being there without the students, I could just tell them like, oh, this is like such as like, this is such a college. Like it was so hard to explain. Like, yeah. I'm like, this is what college was supposed to like be like from the movie is like, it looks like that, you know? Exactly. Yeah. And especially like walking around campus, like her campus is so big. Mm -hmm. um, so I definitely feel like it gives that like college feel. Yeah. And is there a certain stereotype about your school that you think is true? Um, hmm. I would say because UCLA is a pretty well-known school, there are like a lot of stereotypes that people hold. At least for me personally, I don't know if this is like all across the board, but when I was applying to schools, I'd always heard that like, oh, UCLA is like a party school or something. Um, and while I would say like that's true in some sense, like UCLA does have parties, like everyone here is so academically driven and so on top of their stuff. So you know, it is a very work hard, play hard culture here. Like just because there are parties doesn't mean like the students aren't smart or something like the people here are incredibly intelligent. Mm, I mean, it's, you know, it's not the easiest school to get into. So you got to be 
you can't be a, a slacker if you're going to go, you know? Yeah, I'm constantly amazed by the people that I meet every single day. Everyone is so on top of things. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's great to be challenged by those around you, you know? Exactly, um, yeah. And was UCLA your top choice? Okay, so actually really interesting. Um, when I was applying to colleges, I didn't really actually have a top choice, which I know is kind of out of the norm. I feel like a lot of people have like a top choice school that maybe they ED to or just like one that's like in the top of their mind. Um, so I guess like in a way I kind of felt out of place when I was in high school and like not really sure what I was doing. So I just applied to a bunch of schools and once I heard back from them, went to go visit them. And it was when I came and visited UCLA and stepped foot on campus. I was like, okay, now this is the school I want to be at. Um, so after I visited and after I heard back, yes. But at first, uh, actually, no, like I didn't have a top school. I think that's great, though. I think it's great to go into it with an open mind and not having, you know, like preconceived ideas about the schools before you even like know anything about them, you know? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I think that was definitely helpful. It didn't like... Um, like it allowed me to really look at each school with like a fair chance, you know? Yeah, exactly. That's great. I, I need to try to do that because I'm the kind of person who gets like stuck on an idea really quickly. And so I need to have an open mind <laughs> coming into this college season. <laughs> and um, so what were some of the factors that made you choose your school? Oh, oh my gosh. Where to even start? Um, well, like I said, when I came on, so there's a event where like all admitted students can come to campus, like kind of like as we're deciding what college I want to go to, it's called Bruin Day, because um, we're the UCLA Bruins. Um, so that was like the day that I came to campus, walked around, saw all the other admitted students and learned more about the curriculum and everything like that. And that's when I really fell in love with the school. Um, but I would say the main things for me was that I really liked how big of a school UCLA is which can really be hit or miss for other people. Um, some people stray away from UCA, UCLA because they don't want to go to such a, since it is a really, really, really big school. Um, but that was something that I really liked. Uh, coming from a really small high school, I wanted that big college experience. So that was definitely one of the factors that drew me towards UCLA. Um, another one is being from Seattle, I don't know if you are familiar with Seattle and the climate, but it's known to rain like literally every single day from like September to May. So I was ready to move out of that weather and come to the California sun. Um, and I tell people that, you know, just because you're going to college, like doesn't mean that you're just going to stay in your college, like dorm all day, every day. Um, it's really important to also consider the surrounding area around your college. So knowing that UCLA is like, you know, in the heart of LA, California, um, that was definitely like location is super important. So that was another thing that drew me towards UCLA. And then of course the academics and uh, kind of like the rigor and all the different types of students that you meet because there is such a large student population. That was probably like the defining factor. Um, and along with like how sunny it is here, like our campus is just so beautiful. So it's like I mean, it's always exactly. sunny. <laughs> exactly. Yes. And why do you think most people choose to go to UCLA? Um, I probably say uh, I think for everyone, it's a little bit different, but because we are known for, you know, having that like, I guess, college classic college experience, um, kind of like it's predict like portrayed in the movies. Um, a lot of people when they envision college, maybe that's what they envision. 
So I think for a lot of people growing up, that's like what they strive towards. Um, also, UCLA is uh, really great in like the academic setting. Um, so a lot of people, whether it's pre-med or um, for me, I'm biz econ, um, we're very strong in all sorts of different majors. So especially I know like for a lot of my friends who are interested in pre-med, like with the UCLA hospital so nearby, it's a really great resource um, for all of them who are studying. Uh, yeah, I would say those are the main ones. And then also we have a pretty great sports team uh, for like different, like since we're like a D1 school, um, a lot of like that school spirit. Um, yeah. And what kind of people personality wise or interest wise do you think should really um, consider UCLA? Ooh, okay. I always get asked this question. And honestly, I don't think there's just one answer because UCLA is such a big school and there's so many different types of people and so many different groups and like even student clubs and organizations that I feel like anyone will find their people you know it might take a while like definitely it, it it's not going to come easy like you might have to do some digging you might have to try out some different clubs and organizations but I feel like you will find your people eventually and in that way it's really great because that that's what allows UCLA to be inviting to every single person and what's the social scene there like Ooh, okay. Um, I would say because UCLA is a large school, I probably gonna I'm probably gonna revert to that fact a lot because <laughs> with you know being a large student population, there are just so many different yeah, like naturally things you can have. Um, but I would say the social scene is uh, really as much you put in as much as you want to get out. So you know if you want to be involved in Greek life or if you want to go to college parties regularly. Um, they're definitely there. And if you want to go to them, like they're, they're there. Um, but at the same time, if you don't want to go to them, you don't have to, no one's like forcing or pressuring you. Um, but yeah, I would say the college, like social life here is very like, as it's portrayed in the movies, um, there's always something going on and it's always a great time. And are you in any clubs or sports? Yeah. Um, so I'm in a few different clubs. Uh, this, and like organizations, um, I'm not in any sports, but uh, for my main like clubs and organizations, I'm currently a Victoria's Secret Paint Campus rep. So I um, am one of the college campus reps for the Victoria's Secret program, uh, Victoria's Secret Pink. Um, I'm also a Kendra Scott ambassador. Um, so I just uh, spread more like awareness about um, Victoria's Secret Pink and Kendra Scott as a brand here on campus. I'm also part of a sorority. I'm in the Chi Omega sorority. Um, and I'm also part of a club here called Her Campus. And how prominent is Greek life at UCLA? Like is someone who isn't involved in it gonna feel left out or is it kind of balanced? Um, I'm not sure the exact statistics, but I know it's definitely less than like, I think it's around maybe like 20%, don't quote me on that. But yeah, it's not like, um, it's not the majority in in any way. Uh, if you're not, I know that my friends who are not in Greek life, they say that like that's they're totally fine with it and they don't feel excluded in anything because there are so many clubs and organizations. There's so many ways to get involved and still have a social scene, still have a social life. Um, but I feel like for people who are in Greek life, sometimes it feels like it's like bigger than it actually is because that's like who you surround yourself with. Um, but like, yeah, as I said, for my friends who aren't in Greek life, they have told me that they don't feel left out or anything. That's good. And how did you first make friends when you came to college? 
Oh, um, I would say like one of the most important things about college is definitely like putting yourself out there, especially at UCLA since it is such a large school. Um, but for me, I remember like I made my first friends like from the very first day, like at orientation in the summer before school even started. It's really funny because they tell you during orientation, like, oh, like sometimes like you meet your best friends here at orientation. I was like, there's no way. Like I'm literally here just to sign up for classes. Like, but I actually did end up meeting one of my best friends who's still one of my best friends to this day um, at my orientation. So super funny that that happened. That's really um, lucky. But, yeah. Um, but yeah, and then once school started, there's so many welcome week activities. Welcome week is like that first week, like your RAs are hosting things and there's just so many activities and club fairs and everything like that. Um, sorority rush week was also that first week. Um, so that was a really great opportunity to meet people and join my sorority right away. Uh, so I met people from my dorm floor, from the clubs I was signing up for, just really putting yourself out there. That is the best way to get to know people. Um, and just keep in mind that like everyone else is like in the same boat as you. Everyone else is trying to make friends too. So um, as long as you put yourself out there, you'll definitely like meet people. And around how many people are in your biggest and smallest classes? I would say my biggest class, okay, considering UCLA, like, y'all remember UCLA is a really big school. Um, so sometimes it's like a little intimidating to hear these numbers, but my biggest class is probably around like 300 or like 350. Um, that's like for the bigger like lectures, like, you know, like your classic classes like econ or uh, like the more popular classes. And then my smallest class was my freshman year. Um, it was one of my discussions. So it wasn't a lecture, it was a discussion, but um, I was in this like really cool program. It was called the Cluster Series where they um, were only freshman classes. Um, and that class was probably around, I would say like 20 to 25 people. That, that difference is crazy. Exactly, like, I know, right? I mean, given that one of them is a lecture, one of them yeah. is a discussion, but still, um, I really liked having both like opportunities, you know? Yeah, yeah, of course. And around how many hours of homework slash studying do you think you do on an average day? I would say an average day is probably around two hours of homework, um, but it really, really differs depending on the day. Some days, honestly, I do like 30 minutes or maybe some days I'll get really lucky and not have to do homework. And then some days I'll have a paper or a midterm due the next day and it'll be like all night studying. Uh, so it really depends. College is different in high school in the sense that you can really build your own schedule. Um, I don't know if like you have questions about like kind of like the college schedule later, but I can definitely go into that a little bit more like now or later. But uh, that's something you definitely have to learn, like time management in college. It's so different than any other part of your life. Yeah, you can talk about the schedule now. Like I wasn't yeah. going to ask about it. So yeah, I'm curious. Yeah. Okay. So high school, you know, it's it's I feel like whenever I like explain to other people especially like rising college students um actually funny my brother is a senior in high school right now um so he's going through the whole college app process yeah. but when I explain college I was how I typically explain it is like high school is I feel like a nine to five in a way like you go to school you do the same exact thing every day go to your classes come back home you know go to sports practice maybe come back home, do homework, eat dinner, go to bed and rinse and repeat, you know? Um, but college is very different in the sense that 
you make your own schedule and usually it will only be like, I'm only taking three classes this quarter and that's pretty typical for um, UCLA students, like three to four classes per quarter. Um, so that means I have maybe like one or two classes each day and you have the rest of your day free. So you can really build your schedule. Like you'll probably only have a couple hours of classes or like a few hours of classes. And sometimes they're in the morning, sometimes they're at night at like 7 p.m. And so you can, and you can choose like, you know, your classes. So you can choose like how you want to make your schedule. So because of that, you have all this free time, which you learn to manage with like clubs and organizations. If you get a job with work, with an internship. Um, so it's really like you, you make it however you want it to be. Um, and it's really nice, like having that freedom, but at the same time, it really makes you learn how to time manage. Yeah, definitely a really big jump from high school where you kind of just have your set schedule. Like you, you can pick kind of some of the classes you take, but you're, you're pretty much stuck there. So exactly, big jump. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. and, and since you kind of like get to pick what you take, what are, what have been like your favorite classes that you've taken and your least favorite? Ooh, okay. I'd probably say I had mentioned that cluster course that I took my freshman year that was like freshman only exclusive. Um, I really enjoyed that because unlike other classes that are like a quarter or semester long, UCLA runs on the quarter system. Um, this class in particular, it was a unique program in that it was a full year program and it was just freshmen. So you got to really know everyone. And since everyone's a freshman, everyone's trying to get to know each other. Um, it was a really great opportunity to make friends and create like lasting relationships. So I really liked that. Um, the cluster that I took was called Mind Over Matter. So it was more like psychology and neuroscience focused, which is something I'm really interested in. Like if UCLA had a psych minor, unfortunately they don't, um, but if they had a psychology minor, I totally would do that. So that was a really great way to explore my other interests while at the same time meeting other freshmen. So that was my favorite. Um, in terms of least favorites, I'd probably say I've taken some classes that people have just said like, oh, you should take this because it's like a GPA booster or you should take this because it's like really easy. Um, so I've taken them and like, yeah, they've been easy and like, yeah, they've been a GPA booster, but like the actual content of the class was nothing up my alley. Like I was not interested whatsoever. Um, so those ones would probably be the more, just because they were boring, you know, it's like, if you're not genuinely interested in something, just because it's easy, it'll still like, you know, not be that fun. Totally. And do you think UCLA students are more collaborative or competitive? Ooh, um, I would say collaborative. Yeah, everyone here is willing to help each other. And that's something that um, going back to your question about like what is something I looked for in college that's definitely something I looked for uh, actually I was debating between when I was making my college decision my top two schools were UC UCLA and Cal UC Berkeley um, and so I visited both of them and I have a lot of friends at Berkeley and like no tea no shade I know sometimes there's like some like competition between oh UCLA and Berkeley but um, I know that like Berkeley has uh, the reputation of being a very competitive school and um, I just wanted a place where like, I knew that like, I would be welcomed and like, like be able to like collaborate with people. And that if I ever had a question about something like people be willing to help. Um, not saying that other colleges aren't like that, but I would definitely say that everyone here is willing to like help each other out, you know? Yeah, that's good. Cause yeah, like you were saying, like some schools, it, feel, it might feel a bit more like everyone just kind of on their own. <laughs> yeah, yeah. 
And what are some traditions at your school that people might not know about that you can share that aren't secrets? <laughs> um, we have this one tradition at the beginning of the, like at your the very beginning of your freshman year where we, um, shoot, I'm blanking on what it's like actually called, but there's this fountain in the middle of campus and you touch the water in the fountain and you're like bruntized, that's what it's called. <laughs> so it's like baptized, but like bruins. Um, so you're bruntized and then you can't touch the water un again until the end of your senior year. And the legend is like, oh, if you touch the water, then like you won't graduate or like you'll have to stay an extra quarter or something, whatever. Um, people like, of course, like break that tradition, but it's like, you know, a fun little thing. Uh, you do the whole like um, bruntizing thing during your freshman orientation. And then usually people like take grad picks like around the fountain. It's just a really great tradition, really cute. Um, another one is we have uh, the Midnight Scream or the Midnight Yell. There's like a few different names for it. It's during finals week um, at midnight. People will just like open their window and scream at the top of their lungs. <laughs> so if you are living in the apartments where a lot of the other students are living or if you're living in the dorms, you'll just hear at midnight of finals week, just a, a bunch of people yelling. It's really funny. Um, and then also uh, on the, I believe it's Wednesday of finals week, um, there's something called the undie run where everyone, hence the name, like gets in there, like strips down to their undies and runs under this like bridge and like around UCLA campus. Um, so yeah, there are a ton of different traditions, but those are like the main ones that I would say. <laughs> Work hard, play hard, basically. <laughs> exactly, exactly. <laughs> And I mean, I guess it's kind of an obvious answer since it's a UC school, but what's kind of the, like, you know, mostly in-state, mostly out, out of state, um, like what's kind of the difference? Does it feel like a lot more in-state or does it feel kind of balanced? Um, I would say it feels like more in-state, especially as an out-of-state student coming in. I thought when I was coming in that there would be a lot more out-of-state students. At least that's what I was told, like when I was doing the application, like, oh yeah, there's so many out-of-state students. I was like, okay, awesome. Um, but yeah, when I came, like when I actually came to UCLA, I feel like every single person I talked to was in-state. Like my roommates were both in-state. Um, I feel like everyone was from like Los Angeles or like Orange County or San Diego or San Francisco, um, like the Bay Area. But uh, don't get me wrong, there are definitely like out of state students. And once I like started like joining organizations and clubs and like going to like beyond just like my dorm floor, I definitely met like a lot of out of state students and like also international students. There are a good number, like there are a lot of international students here. Um, so I would say like the majority is in state, but um, it's always nice when you find like those out of state and like yeah. international students to connect with. That's interesting that like if I mean, I obviously I knew it was mostly in state because like it's a UC school, but I feel like there would be so many out of state people like since it's so big, I, I feel like you'd find them. But like, I'm just imagining feeling like you're the only one like not from there. Like, I, like it feels crazy, you know? Okay, I feel like I might have like awarded that a little bit wrong. Like, don't get me wrong. There are like a lot of out of state students. Okay, yeah, yeah, of course. Um, but like when I when I first came in, yeah. I was like, where are they? Um, but yeah, I, I have like friends from all over like um the nation um yeah 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 of course <laughs> and what's the housing situation like for you know freshmen to seniors like what's the difference and all that yeah um so we have dorms we have a bunch of different dorms the main living area for the dorms it's called the hill um because it is quite literally on a hill <laughs> it is 
the biggest track. Um, something that UCLA is known for is all their hills and how much walking there is because it is such a large campus. Um, so yeah, on the hill, there's a bunch of different dorming options that you can get anything from a single to a triple. Um, usually the classic triples are the most common, but because there are so many students, there are so many different options. Uh, the hill is also where all the dining halls are. Um, and then usually typically around like the third year or fourth year, people will move to apartment side. So apartment side um, is where all the college apartments are. And that's like, you know, there's like a dorm, there's like UCLA housing affiliated apartments, but then there's also just like your usual normal apartments that you just like sign a lease with. Um, and then sometimes people will also live in their Greek housing. So if you're in like a sorority or fraternity, there are sorority houses and fraternity houses. Um, so sometimes people will live in those. And in your opinion, what's one con of UCLA? Ooh, um, I gotta say, I love my school, so it's always hard to find one, but I will say, since it is such a large school, it's really hard to get those classes that you really want because everyone wants the same classes. Um, enrollment, I joke, it's kind of like the Hunger Games because basically you're given like an enrollment time and then during your scheduled time, like everyone has like a different time in the span of like 24 hours or like two days or something. Um, and during your enrollment time, you like go online, sign up for your classes, uh, but it's really like fending for yourself because there's limited spots in the classes, especially those like well-known GEs that are typically known to be stereotypically easy or uh, like the professors are really great or something. Those are really, really hard to get. So it's definitely a con because I know my friends at smaller schools, they never talk about like, they always talk about how they can get all the classes they need or want. Here, that's not really the case. <laughs> Eventually, hopefully, you know, you'll be able to by the end of your fourth year, because as you get older, your enrollment time gets better. But definitely, there have been so many classes I've wanted that I haven't been able to take. Has that ever been an issue for anyone that you know, where like they couldn't get the classes they needed to graduate and they needed to do another semester or something? No, I haven't heard of that. Um, I mean, I bet that's happened like once in a while, but usually people make it work um, because there are multiple ways to fulfill your GEs or your requirements or anything like that. Um, and sometimes people take on summer classes. Like I've taken summer classes both summers that I've been here um, just to like help like get those classes and like make sure that I'm on track. Um, but yeah, I wouldn't say it's like a main pro major problem for like fourth years or anything. Okay, that's good. Cause that, that's when it yeah. gets scary. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And what kind of application does UCLA use? Yeah, so all the UC schools, they use the UC application. Um, so it's kind of nice because if you're applying to multiple UC schools, you only have to fill out one application and then you can basically just like click the boxes of the schools that you're interested in. Yeah, for the UC schools. Um, so I applied to a ton of different UCs because I only had to fill in one app, but the UC application, it's different than like, you know, your regular common app in the sense that the UC app, it's like four questions and there's like eight different options. I believe it's eight options. Um, it's been a while since I've been in the yeah. college application process, but I think it's somewhere around eight questions and they choose four to answer. Cool. And was there a certain part of your application that you felt was stronger than the rest, like test scores or GPA or something? Yeah, I would probably say, um, I would say, I think my essays were what stood out for my college application. 
Um, and what really like kind of sealed the deal for um, a lot of the schools I applied to because uh, there was nothing fancy about my test scores, nothing fancy about my GPA. Um, so I always tell people like, if there's gonna be a place in your application where you wanna differentiate yourself, it's definitely the essays. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree because that's kind of where it's like, not just a number, it's like- Yeah, exactly. You mm-hmm. And you can use your own voice and really tell the story that you wanna say. Mm-hmm. Exactly. And um, do you have any advice on getting into UCLA specifically? Maybe things that you know that they look out for? Yeah, I mean, everyone like gets here like on their own, like in their own like journey, whether um, I know like a lot of my friends came here for sports or some people came here because they're in state or some people, you know, this has been their dream school for a long time. Um, So I wouldn't say there's like one clear cut path. Uh, I would just say, um, like I said, essays, I think are what really differentiated me and is what made me stand out in a way. Uh, So I would say if you're gonna focus really hard on one part of your application, definitely focus on those essays. Um, But at the same time, you say it really values academics and making sure that you're like, you know, challenging yourself in high school and like getting those good grades, maintaining those grades. Um, So definitely, you know, uh, like focusing on academics in high school is important. And also another one is like extracurriculars and like things that you do outside of the classroom, um, especially like with leadership. Um, I have heard from multiple like college academic counselors that they like to see that you are like taking on a bigger role or like a leadership role in maybe one club or one sport rather than signing up for a bunch of clubs or a bunch of sports and just having like a general role or something or like having a small role. Um, It's better to show that like you can take on those leadership roles and you can take on those more executive positions. Yeah, like at my high school, we have like, you know, the club fair, club walk around thing at the end of the year. Yeah. And you see everyone signing up for like every club, like thinking it's gonna, you know, get them into every college. And then like, as they get older, they realize like, oh wait, no, this is not the way to go. Like I gotta like you and stick with them. Yeah, exactly. I mean, I think it's nice, like at the beginning, like seeing what all your options are. But once you like figure out what it is you're genuinely passionate about, like sticking with that and then like seeing if you can take on a leadership position on that. And you're also going to have a better time with it. So exactly. Yeah. And is there anything else that you think prospective students should know before choosing whether or not to attend UCLA? Um, I would say this isn't just for UCLA, but I always recommend if you're able to, um, when you're like choosing your college to visit it in person. I know it's hard with the pandemic, especially for like the most recent class, uh, but there's something different about like being able to step foot in campus, especially if you're able to go like when it's not a break time, like when there's actually students around. So you can get a feel for what the students are like, what the energy and what the culture and vibe is like on campus. Um, it really gives you a good idea of where you could see yourself and envision yourself for the next four years. Explore the city around your college, see what classes they offer, see if you can even get into a classroom or something. Um, really just try to immerse yourself in that experience. So it's not really specific to UCLA. You can do this at any school, but that's something that I really stress to um, prospective students. Yeah, I like I totally had that experience like so many times. Like I thought I loved a school and then I visited it and like I just didn't feel the energy or like I didn't love it then I went yeah. like I, I just saw the students and I was like oh my god like these this, this is like where I want to be you know yeah you, you had a, if, yeah. if you can I think it's great to visit 
Exactly. Yeah. I would say I had that same like experience when I was visiting schools. There are so many that I was like, oh my gosh, this will look like it'd be such a fun school. And then I visit and be like, oh, this is a little different than I thought. And it was nice because then, you know, I didn't have to go through the whole application process and realize, oh wait, this isn't what I thought it would be. So yeah. yeah it's always good. Well, Maylee, thank you so much for coming on and thanks for teaching us a little bit more about UCLA. Of course. Thank you so much for having me. It was such a pleasure to talk to you. Of course. And if anyone listening wants to follow you on social media, where can they do that? Yes, um, you can follow me on my TikTok and my Instagram. It is mainly underscore ZZZ. And then I'm also on YouTube. I make a ton of different like college content kind of videos, um, a lot of videos about UCLA. And my YouTube channel is Life of Maylee. And if any of you listening at home want to follow us, make sure to do that on Instagram and TikTok at acoam.podcast and on Twitter at acoam underscore podcast. Keep up with us and hear about awesome guests like Maylee. Also, make sure to send us any schools you want us to talk about for the next episode of Campus Tour. And thank you all for listening. And we'll see you next week on the Coming of Age movie.